Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Controller Board Podcast, episode 103. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today to talk to you about video games, but there's not like, I feel like there's not a lot to talk about this week. I actually didn't even do a weekend quick hits post this weekend because I literally could only find like three stories and two of them we already have kind of talked about in the past, like with uh, Snack World. Snack World basically just looks like it's getting localized, but but uh, there's no like official word yet. It's just little little bits and pieces showing up there. But there was a release date for Bloodstained. I I almost want to I always want to say Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, just Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I think it's called. That sounds like the name. Uh, I think it was June 25th. I did not write it down. Oh, June 18th for the for the actual like release of the whole game. I think the 25th is the Switch version. I'm not gonna get the Switch version though. I I'm gonna get the PS4 release probably, but. But uh, we shall see. We shall see. But that's really all. Uh, that's really all there is in terms of news I want to talk about. The biggest problem with that bloodstain thing is that the end of June is when I was planning on starting uh, Final Fantasy 15 again. So I need to plan around that because I I do want to play Bloodstain whenever it comes out and and try to get through it all all in the uh in the release window i say that i did i said i was gonna do that with valkyrie chronicles 4 but uh that definitely didn't happen <laughs> so so we shall see we shall see i mean bloodstain's probably gonna be a lot shorter game than like valkyrie chronicles 4 I, i'd expect it to be like anywhere between like 15 to 20 hours maybe i can't remember how long castlevania games are honestly it's been a while since i've played one of the uh, metroidvania titles but uh but yeah, so otherwise though, th- th- here's the other unfortunate side effect. I really haven't been doing that much news still. So not having news and not doing th- that much new, guess what that means? We get to talk about more first kiss story. <laughs> um, although there is kind of like something, um, I don't know if it's interesting per se, but I-, I did start trying to set up a PCMU with a, uh, a Windows 95 operating system. I found a guide online. I'll, I'll link it in the uh, the article. The guide I'm using um, to to basically set up PCMU with a uh, 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 95 OS. And these uh, these First Kiss Story accessory CDs are both Windows 95 and 98. So I want to go ahead and try to give that a shot. Or rather, I did start giving it a shot. Uh, I did set up everything, so I have the Windows OS on there and everything like that. But the problem is, I didn't think about is like, oh yeah, I think old OSs. <laughs> have a lot more problems with you wanting to install things from different regions. <laughs> so it was just freaking out the whole time. Uh, basically, I just got a bunch of errors and stuff every time I tried to run First Kiss Story, uh, or the, the actual programs uh, on the system. The one thing I did get get to, to work was uh, there's these little like desktop companions. I kind of have one already. I downloaded one for uh, Sumomo from Chobits, who just kind of flies around my PC all the time. I forget she's there 99% of the time. Uh, but they have something similar to that where basically they like they stick onto your like uh, window. So whenever you select a window, whatever your your current main window is, they'll like stick onto the sides of the window. Uh, in the case of the Sumomo one I use, uh, she just kind of like rocks back and forth. If you click her, she just like says hello to you. It's it's a silly little thing. It's mostly there because it's dumb. I don't actually like like I don't know. It's just a silly thing. Um, and so there's like a super low budget version of that on the first kiss story. Uh, uh, desktop accessories where it's just, uh, it's like they just slap some art on the side of your, your window and it just kind of floats around. Uh, I made a stupid video where I launched like 12 of them at once and that the, uh, 
the the PCMU did not like that very much, and it was it was freaking out. <laughs> it was I'll I'll post a video of that in my in my uh, post for it as well. It was pretty silly, um, but yeah. Other than that, though, I really didn't get much further because uh, the first uh, desktop accessory CDs I have for that the the first one and the second one um, are all. Uh, I think they're all like installable programs that you install where the third one's like an HTML page that navigates through a folder structure basically. So it's a lot simpler and just works in like internet explorer. So I was able to use that, but I wasn't able to install Unix fighters 98. I did get the manual to install. That was about it. But, uh, I, uh, so I wasn't able to install Unix fighters 98 version two or a bunch of the other first kiss story minigame stuff. So I'm going to try with the Japanese OS install. Um, and, and see how that goes. Hopefully it's not that much different than a, uh, a U.S. install. And hopefully my experience doing a U.S. install will make it so it would be easier to navigate. I don't know if like uh, during the actual install process if that will be in English or if that's going to be uh, in Japanese as well. I, I always forget how like old computers work with Japanese text, um, which is probably a bad thing that I <laughs> that I don't know that. But yet I'm still like always thinking about importing a PC-98 or something like that. Uh, someday, one day. No, don't say someday because that's a mistake. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of where that ended. Uh, I haven't really gotten anything done with it other than just I tried, I failed, I'll have to try again, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot. So uh, one thing I wanted to, I guess, fill the rest of this episode with, and if you are sick of the first kiss story, feel free to leave. Uh, if you are unwanting of First Kiss Story spoilers, then feel free to leave. I don't. I can't imagine you would be like, man, I'm going to play First Kiss Story someday, so therefore I will not listen to the spoilers. But I can definitely imagine you saying three podcasts in a row about the First Kiss Story. I should get out of here. <laughs> so, so I just wanted to give you a warning. But uh, I, what I'm essentially, what I thought would be a silly thing to do is... I'm going to call it the the top 12 best girl list for first kiss story but it's not really even that I'm not much of a like oh my waifu kind of guy uh I just kind of want to talk I guess I guess I just want to kind of talk about all the stories that happened in first kiss story a little bit whether or not it'll just be me rambling off facts I know about it I don't know maybe I'll I'll provide some insight it's probably going to be very different depending on how invested I was in each character. But I just kind of want to go over like uh, each of the 12 characters, fairly short, hopefully, uh, and and their arcs and their story and uh, just kind of cover that. Because I, I did write a First Kiss Story article that I think is going to get posted at some point. It's more of like a blog post, but it's not really about First Kiss Story. It's more about my experience with First Kiss Story or rather how I ended up liking First Kiss Story, I think. And if you've listened to my podcast, you've heard me kind of rambling about it out loud uh, a bit. But but I, I just kind of cleaned up my thoughts put together. So I don't know if I'll ever have anything that's actual, like, hey, let's have some criticism of First Kiss Story. But uh, but yeah, I figured I'd go I'd go from top to or from bottom to top. So so the worst story arc in the game to the top of the one I thought was was the best, and just kind of talk about him a little bit. A little bit of background though in First Kiss Story. Basically, you're just this dude. Uh, who who moves into this house of of two sisters and a mother and their their father has been dead for I believe many years I could be wrong uh, and and you show up and you're like oh I gotta go to I go I gotta live here for like a month and go to school here for like a month and then at the end of the month you gotta go 
So what do you got to do? You got to find your love in the February of 1998 or something. I don't know what year it was in the uh, in the actual game. It's probably 1998. I think they just show the, the month and the day, basically. But uh, but yeah, so you basically uh, show up there and then there's just like a bunch of uh, girls, obviously, 12 of them in total where you can uh, can can, you know, go around town and get some uh, some romantic times, romantic times. So uh, the, the, the kind of the easiest one to get on track with is uh, Ayaka san. Um, she is kind of, in my opinion, the worst of all the characters. Uh, she's this like super bubbly, like, uh. I don't know, like, like very, like, oh, I don't know. She says, like, she like spends the whole time like doing that, like, yeah, laugh, and and she calls herself Ayaka. Uh, there's actually two characters in this game that call themselves by their own name, <laughs> um, and uh, and basically her whole story arc is that she just really loves you from the beginning. I I think very early on she's just like, oh, I love you, senpai. Please let us let us go out, and she's like very aggressive in wanting to date you and stuff. Um, but her, her whole story arc kind of, I don't really know what her like resolution is per se, but there's a, the, I guess the key part of her story is at some point you just like call her heavy cause she like falls on you and then she gets like super self-conscious and she's like, I'm not going to eat anymore. <laughs> and, and so you kind of have to work that out and then she like passes out in the hallway and you have to take her to the, the nurse's office or whatever. Her story is kind of whatever. And I don't. And unfortunately, she's probably the one I'm like most uncertain of, of like how it ends, because it just doesn't, there's not a lot going on, it feels like. There's like something where she's talking to some kid at the end at an amusement park, and then you guys ride the, ride a uh, uh, merry-go-round, and and I assume this is in relation to some childhood romance she has. Maybe that's why she's so, so infatuated with get dating people. Uh, but she's just kind of she's kind of whatever. She's probably probably the worst of 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 that game in my opinion. But also the easiest to date if you want to just go ahead and get through that game. Uh, you pretty much just have to say yes to everything to her, and she is pretty happy. <laughs> um, uh, I tell you the the the, the second and maybe most unfortunate one that's kind of whatever is Kana, who is actually the main character. Uh, her and Ayaka actually have like a pretty ingrained story with each other because whole, Kana's whole thing is basically uh, everybody gets really mad if you start trying to date her because Ayaka-san likes, likes you as the main character and then there's a dude that likes Kana and uh, basically her whole thing is like she's just she's trying to maintain these friendships with people who who are like aggressively against you dating uh dating her because they have their own interests and so uh her story is pretty much just straight up like hey we can't date because i don't want to lose my friends and then she at the end is like oh no but i do really love you and also her friends like forgive you or not really forgive you but like like say like oh yeah good luck i i, I don't like this how this turned out but you guys should be happy kind of thing as far as I can tell, but she's, she's kind of the, I say the second most whatever. Uh, and I, I, it's, it's unfortunate because she's kind of like the main girl and she's like the main like thread throughout the whole thing. If you play through the main game, like uh, there's a lot of story beats that kind of cover her, uh, her development. So every time you play the game over and over again, you get to see hers the, the most, uh, unfortunately. Um, say, okay, well, I guess I might as well just like number these. So, so Ayaka-san number 12, <laughs> I don't do lists very often, so it's weird to say say lists. So Kana was eleven. Hiyori is basically like a sick 
lady. She's basically stuck in the hospital. And so it's actually very easy to to do her arc, in the beginning at least, because basically you just have to keep going to the hospital over and over again, and you'll keep seeing her, and you'll keep meeting her, and keep having conversations with her. She probably has some of the most... Uh, I don't know if depressing is the right word, but maybe the most like outwardly dramatic uh, storytelling because there's like there's like active death happening in her story. <laughs> uh, she is like in a a weird, unstable state. It seems like where where sometimes she just is like, oh, I'm going to fall over and and be be act be sick i guess and then uh and then also there's like uh some kids she's she's with and one of the kids end up dying i'm pretty sure and and then so she has like some kind of drama surrounding that and so that 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 one's actually pretty okay i feel like because you do get kind of like this more like emotional stuff with this this kid but it's like one cutscene basically it's it's not like probably not really worth the 2 hours you'd have to spend going through it still um but hers actually gets pretty hard at the end because you actually have this like whole series of I guess like quiz questions about about your experience with her and and if you fail to answer them she just kind of dies <laughs> and and the ending cutscene is like her just like not even like ending cutscene it's just like the, a picture of the sky and her static character portrait on it while she's like I assume left a letter for you or something. Uh, that she wrote before she passed away, or something like that. Um, uh, but then, if you get it right, then she, then uh, it turns out fine. And then and then you get to see at the end, she's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm adult and okay." So there's not really explanation of how she became better, but but the ending cutscene of you guys is living happily at the at a a family home, basically family home, as in like just your home. Yeah, at a house, I guess. Um, number oh, geez, I can't do math. Number nine, I said here it was ten, right? Should this should be ten? Number nine, I would say is my. She's like this glasses nerd girl in that in that uh that series, and she she's like super shy, and there's like some weird stuff. Basically, there's another character that's like her twin sister called you, and we'll we'll talk about you later. Use a better character. That's why we haven't talked about her yet. But uh, Mai is basically just like a, a bookworm lady, and she's she's kind of personalityless, I guess. She's basically just like, oh, I'm I'm so shy, and then and then like she gets. Mm, it's weird because like there's you ends up like impersonating her at some point, so there's like some weird stuff towards the beginning of like Mai being kind of forward. But I think the implication is that it's you pretending to be Mai basically um i'm trying to remember how how her ending goes but it's just it's just kind of it's kind of straightforward i think mai is an okay character uh but i'd say her 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 what what makes her her story decent is just like the love triangle kind of thing so you'll find as we'll talk later you there's like a love triangle with you i guess we're just gonna have to kind of talk about you right now because they're kind of so ingrained they're actually literally like the same story path but like slight changes um but basically there's like a love triangle where uh both the girls end up liking you i think you initially starts trying to get you paired up with my but then finds out she's like oh i actually love you kind of thing and uh and then so you start trying to like double date <laughs> So you're like going on dates with the with both of them at the same time, and like as as a three person date, and uh, and uh, it seems like they try to work it out, but it just doesn't doesn't work out. Uh, and eventually, at some point, depending on what ending you get, one of them gets cut off. Uh, my more or less is just like 
it's it's not really i feel like you is really the personality of that story arc and Mai's just kind of there and if you choose my she's just like oh i'm so happy thank you and then her end cut scene is like her not looking like a bookworm anymore she's just like in a bikini with her glasses off and splashing water on you and it's just like oh okay i don't know uh Vera, on the other side with like you's story there's like there's like this whole thing where my ends up slapping you because uh how people forgive you in this game for for disrupting their active relationships or or, or stuff like that is they typically will hit you <laughs> apparently that solves everything um so she like slaps you at some point and then she becomes a novelist my gets writes my rights first kiss story as they say in the book She's like, uh, you at the end cutscene is literally like you hanging off you being like, oh, you have my book. What's it called? And he's like, it's called First Kiss Story. <laughs> it's like, great. Um, but yeah, uh, I'd say my herself is pretty low. But like story wise, I, I did enjoy hers mainly because of you. Um, but it's kind of a weird thing. I guess they kind of are paired together. So I would put my maybe higher than she is if I wasn't separating these two characters. I should put numbers beside these because it's actually getting very hard to remember what number I'm on. So let me do that real quick. Active, active editing. I know this is probably a very exciting podcast for all of you. These very generic anime tropes. Oh no. Oh no, I feel like I'm missing somebody here. I am. Oh, I'm missing somebody. One second, let me pause and figure out who I'm missing. All right, I figured it out. We'll uh, we'll talk about it when I get there because there is kind of interesting reason why I forgot about them. Um, but ba- yeah, basically, uh, yeah, that's my for the most part. Kyoko, Kyoko is fun for me personally. Um, she doesn't have a great story. It's basically just like, well, I guess she is like a very very like aggressive story towards her i guess like basically the second half of her story are people yelling at her um she's like this actor trying to get in this play and the play is blue breaker which is very exciting for me if you don't know blue breaker is like an rpg series hunex has done in the past and uh basically uh there's like some cute little cameos of the blue breaker stuff in there i won't get into it because i know i'm the only person here who cares <laughs> um, um but basically yeah she she tries to she's trying to be an actor and like you you like start a part-time job with her which is actually kind of a fun thing because the the nighttime portions of the games are pretty set in stone for the most part depending on the character but uh with with kyoko um basically like there's certain sections of the nighttime portions where you go and do work and dead and obviously it's a visual novel so you're not actually doing work but you have like different interactions with her uh at night versus um versus a lot of the other characters and there's times that she she has like her own apartment because she's an adult 19 i guess as an adult um <laughs> uh, so she has her own apartment she's living in it's like this one very tiny room <laughs> um and then so you have like nights where you can go to her apartment and stuff which is actually pretty pretty nice because it's like a lot of times you just kind of go back to the main house over and over again and at some point you see those cutscenes so many times you're like oh my gosh please play something different <laughs> um but like as a character she's not very uh entertaining i feel like she's more or less just about you know like you know practicing for her play and then you go through some of her more like uh i guess you'd call it 
uh, verbal abuse stuff where she basically just gets yelled at while she's like trying to practice for this play by, I guess, her superiors at the uh, thing. So you go, you basically start going to her practices and, and you get to see kind of like how verbally abusive they are to her. Um, I'm not really sure what the actual resolution is to that verbal abuse stuff. Um, there's just kind of this like, you, you just kind of go into this whole thing and and you see all this verbal abuse and then it seems like it's getting better maybe she's like getting praised at at uh at her school and her uh, her her acting school and then like the next day is her like on her floor in her apartment complex like half naked crying and then you you go in there and then you guys just chill in bed to get uh, together cry and chill in bed together and then you wake up the next morning she's very happy and then uh and then you that's not supposed to be some kind of sexual uh thing it's just kind of i don't know like there's no no implied sex stuff i guess i should should say when i say that it's just basically you wake up the next morning she's like oh good good morning chrono um and more or less it's just kind of kind of there um, and then, so basically at the go to the end and she gets the part of the play and that's it. There's not, there's not a lot that really, at least for me visually and like from what I understand of Japanese, I was not able to parse out exactly what the, uh, the core resolution was of her problems at her acting place. Um, number, uh, oh, I didn't even, I didn't number these correctly now. So Kyoko is number seven. I'm sorry. Misato is number six then misato is kind of a um a weird case she's not really a full dateable character in the game uh she has very little cutscenes i i streamed misato so if you go want want to go watch the stream i did of that on the youtube channel uh it's a lot of just her saying the same dialogue over and over again there's maybe like three or four key points in her story and uh you don't even get a first kiss with her uh all you do is massage her leg at some point and then work for her and that's kind of it and apparently in the re-releases of the game they've actually changed it so it's it's more of a story with her hers is just kind of a a weird thing but i do like masato a lot she's just kind of somebody who gives you a hard time a lot of times um um when you when you interact with her later for another another portion of uh there's like a she has a, a little sister i believe it's i believe it's her little sister um that that you can date later on and uh and when you have interaction with her then she's just like very teasy kind of character and i, I like that both the adults in this game uh spend most of the time just g- giving you a hard time <laughs> i i seem like i like that type of characters also like my favorite visual novel main character is one that is just kind of like just not a jerk per se but just like just i don't know it gives people a hard time i guess i don't i don't know the other way better way to put it <laughs> um i won't go into that right now because i'm limited on time but uh but yeah she's just she just like like pokes fun at you and stuff like that um and basically at the end of her arc is like you massage her leg and that's about it uh no first kiss so it's only only top 11 first kisses here and then and then your first leg day bonus i guess uh We'll move on for her because there's not really much more to say about her. She's a motorcyclist. I think that's maybe like part of her um her uh her story in the PlayStation version is that she like used to be a part of this like motorcycle gang kind of thing. I believe. I can't say for sure. I, I base this mostly off the desktop accessory discs I have, and there's like a bunch of art with her with the motorcycle and stuff. Um although the, although 
the next character, Minami, uh, they barely mention that she's played plays tennis in the actual game, but then like there's a bunch of art of her with playing tennis in the touch <laughs> top accessory disc. But yeah, Minami is the uh as I I uh I messed up the numbering on this, so she's gonna be the next one. I'm sorry. I'll I've I think she's five. <laughs> um uh, Minami is uh is an interesting one. She's basically A, she's a little weird because she's like a 13-year-old girl. She's uh she's one of the characters you live in the house with, and she's uh related to Kana, Kana's little sister. And uh and it, this kind of co- plays into Kana's uh story about everybody hating her dating you. Um Minami is like a weirdly possessive child. She she like a she's like she has a daddy complex because her dad died so she always talks about like your big like like otosan so big like father <laughs> um um and uh and she gets she's kind of like whatever from this game she's also the character that also calls herself by her own name she's she's basically just like kind of giggly kind of like aya but a lot more tame and uh it's kind of like uh i would say kind of gives you a character from the beginning to kind of like meld into the to the uh i guess the the group a little better because kana actually pretty much hates you at the beginning of the game so minami is very accepting from you early on so a lot of your interactions early on with are with minami as you like learn or are introduced to all these characters and things like that um and and minami though uh starts like cornering her sister at some point in the story and is like do you love the main character and and the sister you know being her the kind of being like oh i don't i don't want to cause any tension she's like oh no it's just we're just friends it's fine even though she does love you and then and i'm always like good just just i love i love oni chan she calls you oni chan um and and she gets fairly aggressive and like her whole end arc is basically her screaming at her sister (laughs) i assume because because she finds out that kana actually likes you and and it's just like verbal abuse for the the last half and eventually you work it out and she kisses you and and first kiss you that was actually the first kiss I got because because uh, Minami is actually very easy to follow around because she basically goes to school in the park and that's kind of like the two big things. Oh, or she's at home. School park or at home. Uh, there's some easier characters, but they have um, have some weird stuff like the girl at the hospital. You have that quiz thing at the end, which kind of throws things off. Um, there's also a guide for this game, by the way, so I'll link that as well in case you go down this hole with me. Actual number four, now that I have my numbering back right. So this is the character I'd forgot Kasumi, the reason I forgot her is because she's actually kind of a hidden character person. Not really, but kind of. There's, like, if you look at the back of the manual art, and I, let me see if she's on the, yeah. So the main, so the, the cover of the game actually just has the three main girls, Kana, or three girls that live in the house with you, Kana, uh, Manami, and Yaoi. Um, and uh, uh, in the actual manual, Kasumi seems to be never mentioned as far as I can tell. But if you look at the art that, like, compiles all the characters together she's in that art typically or maybe she's only on the back on the actual back of the manual she's there but uh but yeah it's like basically you can't date her immediately you actually cannot see her immediately uh most of the time in the pcfx version particularly um she can only be 
dated once you have gone through Misato's story arc, the girl that was the motorcyclist that doesn't really have a story. So she's almost like a a side effect of Misato's story. Um, and so, so you know, because Misato is like such a weird character to go for, I, I think maybe a lot of people probably wouldn't have ended up seeing Kasumi in the PS- PCFX version. As far as I understand, the PS1 version, they make her more of a main character. But she's kind of like the bonus dating girl, I guess. And she's 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 fun um, for the most part. She She... Uh, is the younger sister of um, Misato, like I said earlier, but um, also the younger sister of Ayano, who is uh, kind of your your best friend. So you have to like get closer to Ayano to to spend more time with her, and and she is along with Ayano, um, like they're into video games. So so you get to go like to the arcade with her and stuff some time to time and play crane games and uh, not actually play crane games, but you do get to play Hunex Fighter ninety eight with her. Um, her whole story arc is like, if you want to play Hunix Finders 98 during the story arc, um, Ayano, in her story arc, you have to play it with Ayano and you have to play it with, uh, Kasumi at some point. Although it's kind of frustrating that with Kasumi's arc, like if you play Phoenix Fighter 98 with Kasumi, based off the guide I was looking at, it seems like your relationship with her gets hurt if you don't let her win so you have to sit there and purposely throw your Hunix Fighters 98 matches, which I get it, but man... I don't know. I just want to play. I just want to play some good Hunex Fighters '98 at the expense of others, I guess. <laughs> so it is. It is kind of. It's kind of nice that they like change what you have to do with the game. You can't just sit there and beat them up uh, or beat her up. You have to. You have to let her win, basically. But uh, um, I'm assuming it's probably not very cognizant of how you're playing. It probably just only cares if you lose. So you could probably just like put the controller down and let her let her beat you up a bunch but she's she's fun for those part although her story's kind of simple basically she just finds a cat and she wants to keep the cat and then her her family doesn't let her keep the cat so she kind of runs away from home and then she ends up at your house with the cat and then your family keeps the cat so she comes over to your place all the time um i, I can't remember if she has like a a i can't remember what her actual final like end cutscene is it's kind of blanking on me but she's just like a she's like a fun and charming character the whole thing there's not a lot of drama with her um and uh and you get to play video games with her that's that's cool video games automatically gets you higher ranking i guess i don't know you get to play hunix fighters 98 the reason i bought this game in the first place Whew, it's a lot of talking. You, number three. <laughs> There's a lot of girls in this game. Um, you is number three, and as I said earlier, we'll get through this quick because uh because uh like I said earlier with my the the bookworm girls, they're basically twin sisters and the, the whole love triangle thing. I do like you better because she's 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 kind of more or less that like goofy anime girl that most people probably were into in the 90s of just like overly, overly enthusiastic about everything and has like the most like over the top lines in the game like it has the whole scene that she's like there's like a punching machine game and she she's like oh it's a kicking machine and she's like no it's not a punching machine a kicking machine and then she kicks kicks the crap out of the machine uh and she calls the machine first kiss story or first kick story uh maybe maybe it is a kicking machine as I, I I can't say for sure, but she does say it's not a punching machine, and everybody seems uh, confused by why she says it's not a punching machine. So I could be wrong about that, but she does play some first kiss, kick story. Um, but yeah, I, I've kind of already talked about her her little thing. Basically, it's just the same thing where it's like, oh, she's like trying to get you hooked up with my um um, 
and uh, and then falls in love with you in that process. And and then you guys get to go together. And then and then you find out that Maya wrote a novel called First Kiss Story. So yeah, basically again, all the same stuff there. It's just a matter of who you go with and who who you end end with. Um, but she's just she's just a fun and spunky character for the most part. And you know, if you're if you can't understand what's actually happening in the game, just like having somebody with like an over enthusiastic voice can uh can kind of spunk up the conversations a little bit. All right. We are in top three, by the way. You is in top three. Uh, Yukiko is top top two. Yukiko's story is actually kind of kind of boring. She's more or less just your friend, and and uh, and uh, she's also friends with your other friend Ayano. And uh, basically, her whole story arc is uh, Ayano likes her, and then you guys start dating, and Ayano's not into that. He beats you up, then forgives you. And and then you and Yukiko just live your life from now on. She goes to a farm at some point for some reason. I'm not sure what's up with that. But uh, I like Yukiko as a character, I think is the biggest thing. So maybe she's a little high for her own story arc. But she's she's kind of plays a, a a big role in most character stories. She's very like, she is your, your, your wingman, essentially. And she will always sit there and try to help you out in terms of trying to trying to date the other ladies so there's a lot of a lot of times where you have like a a conversation with her or she's like you have to like sit there and 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 answer her questions about uh uh who you like and things like that um also i didn't mention this earlier with uh 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 hiori not hiori i just realized i accidentally overwrote a character when i put kasumi in so that's great we'll uh we'll revisit that in a second but uh but yeah so yukiko basically is just like super into helping you out so she's just kind of your bud and she just uh she's she's kind of in the same camp i think as like misato where she just like kind of gives you a hard time about things all the time which i like but um so yeah yukiko is number two number one i still stand by yukiko and you being uh two and three uh yayoi is the best girl of first kiss story and by best girl she's like an adult let me see dude can i see her age here it does not it does not say her age i believe oh her age is question mark question mark <laughs> but she is kana's mom uh very clearly not a high school student even though you're a high school student and uh and uh yeah so essentially she is just you know as the as the adult uh spends most of her time like trying to to help her kids out for the most part uh through the drama that goes through with with kana and minami um but she probably also falls in that character type of just giving people hard times sometimes like when uh when minami starts calling you oni chan she she starts calling you oni chan at dinner one night and she is trying to get kana to also call you oni chan and kind of just like uh no no thank you <laughs> um but yeah her story is uh i'd say it's 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 kind of like has a forced conclusion to it but uh but um basically it's just uh you know because because her husband died um she i guess the whole thing is like oh sometimes she's 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 lonely and puts maybe herself into work too much um and so eventually Eventually, basically, you as the main character uh, start start trying to trying to date her, and I'm pretty sure she is not very 
into this idea early on. Uh, you know, she she is the mother of Kana, who is almost your age, if not the same age as you. So she is probably at least twice your age. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's uh, basically it's just kind of this this whole sequence of events where where she's 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 starting to lighten up to you at the same time. She's very clearly like putting a wall between between you and her and then the resolution is she's at the grave site of her husband and some dude starts trying to grope her and you you knock the groper off of her and that's how you end up falling in love it's like a weird thing so so yeah yaoi is number one best girl adult the safest choice to say because she's one of two characters, one of three characters over eighteen. <laughs> um, but no, I actually do really like her a lot. Her and Yukiko are probably are probably my favorite, as I have I have just said. Uh, the girl I accidentally left out earlier, Miho, or rather, I overwrote her with Kasumi on accident. Um, is uh is kind of an interesting character. I I might like her overall story the most, even though I don't really care for her as a character. I guess she's basically a dead girl. Um, she's like a ghost there and people can see and interact with her to some extent. So I'm not really sure like to what extent, uh, she is visible to the outside world, but she basically just like hangs out by this tree all the time. Uh, and then literal death comes for her at some point in the story who, who just looks like a, a like a nineties Kirito is what he looks like. Um, um, but I do like her story, uh, maybe because it reminds me of another story I'll get into in a second. But basically, her whole thing is uh, you guys fall in love, and then obviously she's a dead girl, and uh, and death comes for her, and and is like you need to go, lady, and uh, and death gives you some time to work things out. Death is like weirdly on your side. I think he he helps you out if you uh, when you're trying to to find Miho when she's run away at some point at the school grounds. Um, but, uh, yeah. And so the whole thing is that you guys are like, Oh, we love each other. And then death takes her, but eventually she does come back, uh, after you're an adult. I'm not really sure under what circumstances or for how long, but it's kind of funny. Cause like the ending CG is like your main character as an adult. So you're just like this big dude. And Miho is still like a, Let's see how old is she? Nineteen-year-old girl, it looks like, um, and and she just looks so tiny in comparison to you. <laughs> it looks really goofy. Um, I would probably put her. Uh, you know, I know this list is probably kind of crazy and not really easy to follow based off how things have go. But this is this is this podcast. No planning whatsoever. I'd probably put Miho. Let's say above me, Minami, below Kasumi. So. So yeah, I'd say like the, like like I think what you probably got out of this if you listen to all of this is that like the core plots probably aren't that interesting. Some of the interactions you have with those characters can be, but it's more about like I guess uh for a lot of them like uh, I don't know, like I guess some of the the quirks kind of kind of or or how they present themselves maybe more than anything is uh kind of what makes certain ones enjoyable over the other but uh, like Ayaka-san is just like the worst trash person in this game so congratulations Ayaka-san number 12 Yayoi number 1 trash girl best girl I guess I don't know <laughs> 
What a podcast idea this was. If you stuck around, thank you very much. I know this was a nightmare train wreck. I love you very much for for coming. Um, um, so yeah, first kiss story. It's done. It's over. I 100%ed it. All, all things in life are good. I watched the OVA. There's like an OVA episode. And uh, it's kind of actually kind of interesting because it uh, it basically is like a post-Kana story. So you, you see the ending with Kana. And then there's like a, a story about like a year later of Kana. Uh, and and you kind of having a fallen out briefly before before getting it back together. Um, actually, actually, quick note, like if you if you heard me talk about First Kiss Story earlier on. And I was like saying that, uh, that the main character was a teacher and your cousin... I don't think that was the case because I think the story synopsis, I can't say that word, synopsis, oh my god, I can't say it, I'm going to stop trying. The story information I was reading um, was was the um, anime. So in the anime, your cousin, or their cousin, and who's a teacher, shows up and is at the house. So I don't really know what relationship the main character in this game has to these other characters. So maybe there's no incest like I thought. And he's also a high school student for sure. So I'm pretty sure he's a high school student. So congratulations, internet. You, you, you confused me. You, you bamboozled me. Thanks for sticking around. Um, so first kiss story is pretty much done. Like I said, I have an article that's done or that's uh, that I did for it. So it's pretty much done. I just got to find when I want to post it. It'll probably be closer to the end of May because I'm going to guess I'm not going to have a video ready for the end of May, unfortunately. My apologies. Gun Gage video is up, though, if you want to go watch that. That is on the YouTube channel. Also on my website, onecontrollerreport.com. Uh, I went ahead and stopped playing Legend of Zelda Breath in the Wild. I'm pretty sure I'm done with that DLC stuff. It's too... It's not... It's not, uh, I just, I wasn't having a good time with it. And, and it was, it was very repetitive because if you died, you had to start the whole thing over again. So, so yeah, it was a good time. (laughs) I say forcefully, um, uh, Resident Evil 7 is going to start up next week. Uh, Resident Evil 7 is kind of a weird thing for me because I didn't actually like the game very much, but I'm still very curious as to spending more time with it and kind of refining exactly what I didn't like about the game or maybe coming around on the other side and actually liking it. So, um, so we'll see where I end up with that. And then uh, I'll continue to work on these first kiss story mini games, but we probably, I'm going to say there's probably not a lot more blood I can get out of this game at this time. Uh, I plan to start Travis Strikes Again in the near future. So hopefully go ahead and do that. And then after that, I think Final Fantasy 15 is next. So that is that is the upcoming. Again, onecontrollerreport.com is the website. There's no weekend hits this week, but podcasts will be up. You already heard the podcast though. So I don't know. I need to make some more quick play streams. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Let's go into the night. Goodbye.